Hey there, lady. You're tuned into Wine and Gine, a lively woman's health podcast hosted by two licensed midwives, Kelly Pappas and Tiffany Alblinger. We're dragging every sister, mom, and best friend on our mission to make chatting about the female body and everything that comes along with it a normal and amusing thing. Grab a glass of wine with us while we flex our vagina expertise and dish on women's health topics each episode. Remember, you too can be a vagina expert because you have one. Welcome back to Wine and Gine. I'm your host, Tiffany. And I am also your host, Kelly. (laughs) Kelly and I are here to talk to you about having sex versus making love. It is episode 20. Woo! We are on our way. We are on our way. Almost 21. We were just talking about (laughs) what we should do for our 21st episode. It seems appropriate because our podcast would be able to have their first legal, at least, glass of wine. Yeah. Next week. That's right. Yeah. But then we reminded ourselves what the topic is <laughs> planned for. And y'all are going to love it. Surprise for you. It is 4th of July related. Woo. You will never, never guess it. <laughs> We spent a solid five minutes laughing at the idea of being reminded again what we're doing. Yeah, we already knew what it was. Yes. Anyway, don't miss next week. Nope. It's sure to be ridiculous. It's going to be a winner. For sure. Today we're talking about sex versus making love. Yes. And right now you guys all have an idea of what that is. Mm -hmm. We're probably all on the same page about that. I would assume so. Yeah, but there's a little bit of unpacking we can do because I think what we all want as women is to be making love all Mm, the time. So sensual. Unless you're tired. (laughs) Then just have some sex and go to sleep. Can we just have some sex? (laughs) Oh, you want to have sex? Okay. Okay, so how are we defining these two things? So I feel like sexual activity at the very least is pretty like, it's a simple physical act, right? Lovemaking has more like emotional depth to it. Sex in general, like is pretty mechanical. Obviously like animals can do it, right? Like they just figured out and they're like, okay, here we, here we go. Um, and it can be exciting and good and all of those things. I'm not saying that having sex is bad, But making love, there's more of an emotional depth to it and a level of intimacy and vulnerability that comes along with it. Um, And sort of a general rule of thumb to go by that I read and I was like, oh, this is great. Sex is goal-oriented physically. So there's a goal. I assume you know what that goal is. (laughs) So there's that goal physically, but lovemaking is goal-oriented emotionally. Yes. I loved that. I feel like it's really straightforward. But you, what's great about lovemaking is that, yes, it's oriented emotionally, but you also get that physical goal as well. Yes. Yeah. Like, do you ever cry after sex? No. Oh. <laughs> I was about to say, dang it. Not that I don't. I have really good sex. I don't usually cry from disappointment. <laughs> 
I cried because I was like, wow, that really surprised me. Like oh, how so we've expressed how much we love each other with this one act. That was really sweet. But also I'm like, why am I crying right now? This is so stupid. All of my hormones. Uh-huh. All of my yeah. oxytocin. It's something. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed. I've just got to cry. Yeah. It's just like, wow, that was like really special. And I moved. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. So I think those are making love. Oh, for sure. You would not feel that way after having sex. No. <laughs> You'd be like, no. where's my underwear? I'm going to sleep. <laughs> I'm going to need one more towel because you are a beast. <laughs> How dare you get me one towel after yes. that? <laughs> Were you born in a barn? Okay. Oh. Yes. Animals can do this. Mm-hmm. Very mechanical. Mm. Yes. Well, I think that's really sweet. And I think speaks to a lot of like that vulnerable, intimate aspect. Okay. So if you don't it. cry, how do you know that you've made love instead of just having sex? I mean, I don't need to cry to feel... Feel like connected, but describe the connectedness. Oh, it's just like a. um, I don't. I'm like happy to sit in the moment and like kind of like soak it up. Yeah, together, rather than like, like I said before, like let me just get dressed and go to sleep. Yes, (laughs) you know, like I want kind of the that intimacy to last longer and I recognize that the intimacy is beyond just that physical intimacy yes it's sweet okay here's a question for you okay (laughs) is it possible in your opinion for two people doing the same thing one person Mm. thinks we've just made love and the other person thinks we've just had had sex. sex I think that it is possible. I think it is. It has to be. Because I think men would be more likely to be like, we just made love. Yeah. Because did you see what I just did there? Right? Yeah. I feel like it would be harder for women to think that. Sometimes I'm ready to have like a moment after sex where I'm like, gosh, that was so great. And I just felt so connected to you. And my husband just like rolls over and he's like, I'm going to finish this show and then I'll be back (laughs) to bed. And I'm like, what? Did, Did we I just do the same thing? <laughs> I clearly misread this situation. Okay, yes. bye. Then I cry and it's yeah. not happy to <laughs> I wonder, though, if it's possible for that to be flipped at all. Of course it is. Yeah? I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm sure it is. Yes. I'm sure it is. Especially if you're not having great communication with your partner and yeah. they don't know what you like or... Yeah. Um, how to please you every time or, you know, something like that. I, I think, especially if you're kind of putting it on for them, mm-hmm. they could have a misconception about definitely the connection. Yeah. And my husband can tell for sure, like, when we are going to have sex and when we are going to make love. There's a different way that you prepare for each oh, activity. For sure. Right? And usually we end up having sex when I'm the one who's not really into it. Sure. Where I'm like, let's, okay, I had a long day, the baby was crying, whatever, like, mm-hmm. let's just, it sounds terrible, but like, let's just get this over with. Well, it's better than not doing it at all, in right? my opinion. Yeah, okay, so there you go. Um, rather than me being like, oh, I'm into this and I want to like... I want to enjoy this too and engage in this. Yes. Yeah. Okay. What about when you put pressure on the, um, 
event to be like a making love event, like it's date night mm-hmm. or like your anniversary yes. or something else that you like planned ahead. Like, oh, we're going to celebrate this way by like mm-hmm. making love. Right. Yes. And so you think it's going to be this experience and then it's not. Yeah. It's a little disappointing. But I think it's interesting because I'm sure it's disappointing for my husband when he like plans this whole thing and then I'm like, I'm tired. <laughs> and you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I think it just, it, it gives me an understanding of when I, like when my husband tries to initiate and I politely always decline, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like how that feels Yes. versus like me coming into it being like, okay, I'm open and ready to connect in this way. And when it's more surface level, whatever, having sex versus making love. Right. Like, oh, oh, I kind of feel that. Mm-hmm. Not like a rejection, but just like a, oh, I had this anticipation that was not quite met. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, as I was, you know, there's not a ton of research that you can do, like, what is having sex versus making love? But I was going through, like, a few articles and stuff today, and I thought it was um, sort of a helpful visual. They were talking about the heights of sex and the depth of making love. So, like, the height of sex being, like, the stimulation, that, like, nervous system response, um, you know, just that physical experience uh, versus the depth of sexuality and the depth of making love of... Um, encouraging both partners to be actively engaged in like serving one another and using sort of their connection, their minds, their bodies, like all of that to access each other. And I just, I think that's such a cool visual and reminds me how important making love is in general to my marriage. (laughs) You know? Yes. Like, we have to have those connections. Otherwise, we could be having sex with anybody. If we just need to orgasm. Yeah. That's not... If that's your only goal, then you don't need a partner. Yeah. you You can figure that out easily. Yeah. In other ways. And I think the other part about that that is a really interesting thing is... The remember when we talked back um in the oral sex episode? Mm-hmm. Well, like sometimes. Oh, I remember you're... that episode. Do you remember? <laughs> that was just a little bit ago. Yeah. Episode night eighteen. <laughs> eighteen. Yes, the um, adult episode. We talked about how sometimes you're open and you're down for it, and sometimes you're not. Mm-hmm. And so I think that goes along with all kind of sexual activity. Yes. It's like, can you get vulnerable enough to open up mm-hmm. and share an experience? Yeah, because it it is, I mean, speaking from experience of some, like, of those of us who have experienced both having sex and making love, there's such a level of, I feel like I've used this word a ton, but like this vulnerability aspect of like, I am like open in all the ways here. Like I feel emotionally open, obviously physically open. And that can feel overwhelming sometimes if you either one are not feeling emotionally connected or two, 
you have some things to work through yourself or with your partner, right? Yeah. So it's bad enough that nobody tells us correct information about sex Mm -hmm. as we're developing into our sexuality. But for sure, no one talks about making love. No. So how like how do we how do we share that information? Because there's plenty of information about sex that's not true or accurate. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty of information about sex, even that might be, you know, like positions or whatever. But this is not really about that. No, you can't say like, oh, this is how you make love. Right. Because it's going to look very different for everybody because it is such an intimate experience with your partner. Yeah, and you can't force it either. No. So do it's you kind of beautiful like do that? Do you think that you have to love the person you're having sex with in order to make love? Like do you have to love them? Yes. You do? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. I don't know. I'm just asking. I haven't thought about it before. Yeah, I haven't really either. But I think making love is such a care for the emotional experience that you would be hard-pressed to care that deeply about somebody's emotional experience, their physical experience, their, you know, their heart, if you didn't love them. Yeah, so it's not, making love is not just like, Really physically passionate, steamy hot yes. sex where everybody has like yeah, that's a really multiple yeah. orgasms and goes on for three hours or whatever. Yeah, so you can have great sex and it not be making love. That is a really good distinction because even passionate sex is still sex, right? Yeah, can you make love? And not have sex. Penetrative sex? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Like, can you... Can you... I don't know. That's what I'm asking. Because you can have sex without making love. Can you make love without sex? Can you get that deep emotional connection... Because we're not talking about just having, like, a nice conversation with somebody. Right. We're talking about the physical aspect of it. Yes. Also. So you need to be having sex to make love. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Great. We solved that. My mind is just thinking of all... <laughs> like, I'm just trying to think, like, you can't... Unless someone has experienced the both things, you can't describe what making love is. No, you really can't. Huh. I don't know. I guess I'm just kind of like dumped on that one. Like, oh, it's ethereal magic. And when you get there, you will know. And then please (laughs) tell the others. Follow me. (laughs) It is true. I have seen it. I have tasted and felt. (laughs) It is sweet. Uh, we might regret saying all that just now. No, I think it's funny. Okay. I think we're funny. <laughs> um, what are some other things to, to think about when making love? So, I feel like we harp on this every episode, 
But communication, right? Because I don't think you can make love without open communication. Of course you can't. Right? No way. Because you need to, you like, the point of it is that you care about the other person's experience so deeply and you care about the connection that the two of you are having. So, of course, like that transparent communication is important okay i have another I have another wrench to throw okay in. yes <laughs> as i was speaking i was like tiffany's mind is working to ask a new question uh, this is a, like a really curious thing no, we've, we've never picked this apart before so yeah. i'm just kind of like oh what is all this okay sometimes making love is the communication Ooh. right Explain like more. You're kind of butting heads and you know it's over stupid stuff Mm -hmm. and it's probably sexual tension (laughs) and you decide you're going to try to solve it by having sex Mm -hmm. and then that sex is just like, oh, like you're working it (laughs) out kind of, you know? And then it's over and you're like, oh, we good. We worked it out. Yes. Right? We worked it out and we worked it out. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't use our words. No. We were we just were like feeling the tension yes. and like working with the tension. That kind of sex is good. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's the best <laughs> kind. It's the best kind. <laughs> we're, we're both thinking. Hmm, yes. I'm gonna get in a fight. <laughs> good old times. <laughs> um, and obviously, like part of that, obviously, there's like that communication piece where you might not be actually tangibly communicating um but there's this like general enjoyment of each other in that experience too so even in that tension whether you're doing makeup sex or makeup making love Mm -hmm. or not there's just a general experience together of like enjoying the other person right because sometimes i can have sex and not necessarily like enjoy the other person yeah there's there's time my when husband I, yeah i mean there's times when i don't have an orgasm yeah and i'm like actually i just really enjoyed being that close to you like that was yeah, a, for sure that was like enough yeah sometimes not all the time not all the time but yeah yeah absolutely it's a way to connect for sure Mm-hmm. yeah i think as i was thinking about all of this i think that having sex in general is not enough in like a sustained marriage situation. No. Like we said, because you can have sex with anybody. Right. I mean, you shouldn't. We're not saying no. You should do that. But I But it's possible. Yeah. And I do just think in general, it is such an important aspect of our relationships that it is worth delving into. And if you are listening to this and you're like, huh, I've never really like had that experience with my husband, my partner. I think it's something that you want to sit down and like really talk about. And that goes back to the, you know, our other podcasts of how to kind of have these types of conversations. But there's something missing there. I think. Yeah. I think that there's an emotional piece that's missing and there's a 
communication piece that's potentially missing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think your I think your relationship is going to suffer if you are not able to make those connections sometimes, because you can always go back to that. Mm-hmm. It's like even when things are not going well or you're not communicating about daily things well or um you're having you know just that general tension and stuff you can you can always connect that way especially because that's the way that a lot of men feel Mm -hmm. connected and loved is through that physical contact I feel like men really appreciate the making love aspect I think that they I think that they enjoy that as much as we do. I think you're 100% correct. And even though we like to say like, oh, they just want to get it and mm-hmm. whatever. I think that they I think that that's really important. And I think it's really important as women that we see our partners be vulnerable and mm-hmm. willing to connect with us in that way because sometimes that physical vulnerability is a lot easier for them than Yes. Um, like verbal vulnerability. Mm -hmm. And so it's a way that you can kind of capture that part of your relationship. Yes. Through that physical. And how many times have we heard men say that that's how they feel love is through that physical connection. Yeah. It's just the way that they're built. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that would be a worthwhile thing to, to work on and talk about and. Absolutely. Um, to work on experiencing. And depending on things that you have experienced in your past, too, obviously I think things like physical traumas of any kind can for sure play a part in in this experience in particular because it's not even just the act of sex, but it's the that stripping down of all the layers and emotionally and physically connecting at the same time can feel sometimes overwhelming or scary for for those who have um, these kind of experiences in their past too. And so again, going back to the communication aspect of it, but also recognizing that this is something that's worthy of uh, working through however you feel that's healthiest, right? So um, whether that's with an outside person or with your partner, but absolutely worth the work that can be a little painful too to to work through. Yeah, because so much of it is that vulnerability and feeling safe and mm-hmm. and that there's another aspect I think of this that we've talked about a little bit, and I think that's libido. Yes. If if you're if sex is just a mechanical fulfillment of that physical aspect of your relationship and you're not even enjoying that Mm -hmm. or you're not able to initiate that or have as much sex as you want to because of your libido I think that that's another aspect this is this is a symptom that could potentially develop is not experiencing the lovemaking absolutely Yeah, we kind of went into detail in episode eight in our first season of podcasts um, about libido in general, what it is, like how to want to have more sex. Yeah. How to want to want to have sex. And uh, interestingly enough, 
even though we gave some tips and all of that stuff, at the end of the day, it was like, gosh, communication is so important and connectedness is so important. And usually all of this stuff begins well before you get into the bedroom. Right. Yeah. It ha- it really doesn't have anything. Libido, in my opinion, doesn't have anything to do with the actual act of having sex. Yeah. I think it's everything that leads up before that and how you take care of yourself after that mm-hmm. and the discussions you have with your partner um, to support that. And understanding that libido is not just a one element piece of sexual health, that it's multifaceted and it's different for every woman mm-hmm. the reason that she experiences low libido um and so yeah go back and listen to episode eight if you go haven't because we do provide a lot of information on how to kind of unpack that that concept but not wanting to have sex is going to impact your ability to have these making love experiences that, you know, Kelly and I are telling you are so rich. Mm-hmm. Makes me want to stop this podcast and go find my husband. I'm going to go. Can I go first? <laughs> I'm going to go home. I'll let you leave the house <laughs> before that happens. Then you can do that. And we'll stop recording before that happens. Yeah. Phew. I have a question for our listeners because of something you just said. (laughs) Okay. I wonder, these episodes where we talk about sexy things, I wonder, listeners, does that make you feel sexy at all? Like, like listening and thinking about your own Mm. relationship and pulling some of these details forward, does that help at all with you thinking about doing anything to improve your sex life? Not because you're like, oh yeah, that's a great idea. I'm going to write that down and put it on my calendar. But just the idea of just spending time Mm. thinking about and working on and, um, you know, just digesting a a perspective on some of the sex topics. Because I know you and I talking about it, like you just said, I'm kind of like, yeah. That is nice. I do like that. (laughs) do that what it does is it reminds me of the richness of the experience right where sometimes I'm like I just want to get into my pajamas and end my day because it's been long but to talk about it and to talk about the benefits and the connection and how positive it is not only physically but emotionally and for the value of our marriage and all those things like dang yeah that is a great use of time tonight. It's worthwhile. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, and I hope you, I hope listeners' answers are mostly yes to that question you posed. Yeah. And I don't know. Like, they might have to think about that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I, I just, that resonates with me, too, is thinking, like, yeah, it is helpful to pull those details out of why we do what we do and remember the good stuff Mm -hmm. remember (laughs) why we want to talk about this because it's worthwhile it's a worthwhile thing to to work on and what I've noticed too is sometimes if I'm out with other girlfriends talking about this general topic a lot of times it goes negative and to sit here and to talk about the benefits and the positive aspects and like how important it is is just like a breath of fresh air yeah yeah that's good, cause cause we do a we get a we do a fair amount of 
complaining and wisecracks. Yeah, and yeah, of course. <laughs> I mean, that's life, but. So we want to say goodbye, but we want to send you on a mission. It's a lovemaking mission. I like those missions. Yeah. So will you, if you're listening, will you um, rate and review the podcast and then go make love? <laughs> <laughs> or make love and then come review the podcast because oh, you will be yeah. like soaked in all that oxytocin. If you could put in your review that we've encouraged <laughs> you to have sex, yes, if it's true, that will make our day. Our our podcasting goals will be complete for real. I would love to read some of those on future episodes. Woo! All right, you love makers. We will see you next week when our podcast turns 21. Woo-woo! Bye! Bye, Gainers! The sponsor of today's show is Whole Mother Co., a fun give-back shop that includes you, the busy mama, in making an impact with your purchases. Your partnership raises money promotes awareness, and supports the mother-friendly causes you care about. Use code WINEANDGUIDE at wholemotherco.com to get $5 off your first order. Wow, Kelly, they made it all the way to the end. What did they win? Lady, you've won a priceless connection with your amazing body that you've been doing your fab life in. Our hope is we've gifted you with some information and perspective you can use. Sharing is caring, and our mission is to make these topics familiar to all women. We bet you can think of three people right now who will find this episode helpful. So be a pal and share it. Lastly, you won't want to miss a thing coming up in Wine and Guide, so subscribe to get all the tasty details directly to your ears. Have a great day, vagina experts! Thank you.